turn now to God's Word found in Deuteronomy chapter 26. We're going to look at the first 11 verses. I'd love for you to uh, follow along in your Bible. Wow, I turned almost right to it. It's number 143. Number 143 in the, the Pew Bibles. This is the text for Thanksgiving from the Revised Common Lectionary that many, many, many churches all around the world are studying this morning and looking at and reflecting on for uh, for Thanksgiving, and uh, it's it's about bringing to God what is God's, and it's about uh, what God has done for us that we have so much to be thankful for. Deuteronomy twenty six verses one to eleven. When you have entered the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance and have taken possession of it and settled in it, take some of the first fruits of all that you produce from the soil of the land the Lord your God is giving you and put them in a basket. Then go to the place the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name and say to the priest in office at the time, I declare today to the Lord your God that I have come to the land the Lord swore to our forefathers to give us. The priest shall take the basket from your hands and set it down in front of the altar of the Lord your God. Then you shall declare before the Lord your God, My father was a wandering Aramean, and he went down into Egypt with a few people and lived there and became a great nation, powerful and numerous. But the Egyptians mistreated us and made us suffer, putting us to hard labor. Then we cried out to the Lord, the God of our fathers, and the Lord heard our voice and saw our misery, toil, and oppression. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, with great terror and with miraculous signs and wonders. He brought us to this place and gave us this land, flowing with milk and honey. And now I bring the first fruits of the soil that you, O Lord, have given me. Place the basket before the Lord your God and bow down before him. And you and the Levites and the aliens among you shall rejoice in all the good things the Lord your God has given to you and your household. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, for, uh, for our introduction this, uh, this morning, make sure that this is on. Oh, yep, there we go, there we go. I need a volunteer, eeny, meeny, my, Rory, Rory, why don't, you, why don't you help me out for a second here? Can you, can you help me out? Can you stand up for us? Come up here. Because I thought that, you know, this is a really interesting passage. I've never preached on it before. It's not, it's not that, you know, that common or that well-known. And I thought we better demonstrate it. We better, de- because it's so, I mean, we have everything that we need to sort of demonstrate this, this text, right? So I went ahead. Originally, I was going to take things from this table, but it's so beautifully displayed that I couldn't bring myself to do that. And we're going to tell you after the, this, this brief meditation what we're going to do with all this. So, 
I got some things from my own, from my own storehouse, from my own garden, from my own... Here you go. <laughs> now, you are going to read you know, your line, verse 3. You've know, you got to say to the priest in office at the time, that's me, I'm the priest in office... Yep. And say to Claire today to the Lord your God that I have that I have come to the land the Lord swore to our forefathers to give us. Nice, nice, nice. Then then I have to say Oh, 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 okay. You keep you keep reading. You keep reading that right there. My father was a wandering Armenian and he went down into Egypt with a few people. And lived there and became a great nation. Mm-hmm. And then right down there. That's small. <laughs> now I bring the first fruits of the soil that you, O oh Lord, have given me. Okay. Now place the basket before the Lord your God and, you know, bow down before it. So, you know, put it up there by the, by the altar. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if you want to bow, if you want to bow down before the cross of Jesus, I mean, yeah, absolutely, we might as well. And then all of us get to rejoice in all the good things that the Lord has done. So let's give, let's give Rory, yeah, good, good job, good job, good job. It's just, it's just so proud. We had, we had to see that done because we, here we are. We're doing it. This is, in, in a sense, you know what, what we're doing, and why? Because. Just like the text says, the Lord has done great things for us. The Lord has delivered us. And in, in a more powerful and miraculous way than even the Israelites of that time knew and understood. So last year we looked at this idea, you know, who are we giving thanks to this holiday? Who are we giving thanks to? Because the culture kind of tends to forget Thanksgiving, what it means, and who we're supposed to be giving thanks to. This year, we're looking at what has God done for us. Specifically, what has he done? What are the good things that he's done that we can respond in gratitude with? And it's, it's right there. Rory read it for us. He's taken us from being these homeless wanderers to the promised land. To, to deliverance. A wandering Aramean was my father. That's this, this interesting idea that, um, that the, for, you know, the forefathers of Israel, they, they really had no place to, uh, to call home. And think about all the times, think about through salvation history, all the times that they, that they wandered, all the times that they lived in tents, all the times that they were on this journey, they, they were not yet to the promised land. They wandered. They, you know, they ate, uh, they ate manna in the desert. They were lost. They didn't know how things would be. And it gets tiring and it gets old. We tend to brush over it. But imagine what life must have been like for them. I, mean, I went camping in the backwoods for a week and I didn't like it. Forty years of that wandering and not just in the physical sense but in the in the spiritual sense so we that's a metaphor for the times that we're living in there's sort of this 
this spiritual restlessness, this spiritual homelessness, this spiritual wandering. And a lot of us feel that we, we don't have a home to, to go back to. We don't have a place where we really fit in. We don't have a place where things make sense. When I was, when I was 18, I went, away, I went away to college and I came back and all of my stuff had been moved a hundred miles away. And my mom had even taken over my room as an office. Sheesh, the audacity. I mean, I was gone for two months. Thanksgiving 1998, that was not a fun Thanksgiving to come back. But where's, where is that foundation? Where is that home? Uh, Jesus talked about... <clears throat> Building your house on the rock. Building your house on a good foundation. And he talked about building your life on the sand. And when the rains come, and the storms come, and it, life beats us up a little bit, and that happens to all of us. Is our house standing on the rock? Is it standing firm? Or is it standing on sand? Do we have a home to come back to? Do we have that foundation? Or are we still living out of this identity as being a homeless wanderer? My father was a wandering Aramean. The good news is that all of us can have a home. All of us do have that that we can come back to if we surrender. If we put our trust in God, and in His Son, Jesus. And we rest in this this home that He is offering to us. Even this passage from Deuteronomy points us to that. Verse 9, God brought us to this place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And further along in verse 18, I didn't read this before, but it says, And the Lord has declared this day that you are his people, his treasured possession, as he promised. That God gives us, God gives us a home, God gives us a land, God gives us a place to be. God says, you're my possession, you're my people, as we read in Psalm 100. You're my church. You're my bride. You have a home that I'm preparing for you. And Jesus came. Jesus came as a descendant of that wandering Aramean and prepares a home for all that believe in him. And Jesus, in this new way, he he opens up the, the journey to connect with God, the journey to live in this land of milk and honey. And it's not just to the Israelite people, it's to every nation. To be a follower of his is to experience sweetness in this life. You know, touches of sweetness, even in the here and now, even amidst the storms and the difficult times, is to experience some of that milk and that honey that God promised. We... We have it pretty good in America, by and large. We, we're extremely blessed. Uh, 
And we, we have this holiday to remember the bounty that we've received. There was a, a prayer from Dear Abby. You know, she's gone now, but her daughter published this. Here's what she says. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for food and we remember the hungry. We thank you for health and we remember the sick. We thank you for friends and we remember the lonely. We thank you for freedom and we remember the enslaved. May these remembrances stir us to service that your gifts to us might be used for others. Amen. And that, the the blessings that we enjoy, the bounty we enjoy, this, this sweet land, it is only a tiny, tiny glimmer of what we will experience in the new heavens and the new earth. When we're face to face with God and when we, when we are living in the land of milk and honey, that's, that's home. That's the home that is promised us. That's where all of this is going. That's what we truly have to be thankful for. So on this Thanksgiving, the call is to cling, cling to our Savior who opened the door for us to, to come home to not be wandering anymore, but to find a place for ourselves spiritually, to root ourselves in God, and to cling to our Savior who's taken us from being a, a refuge, a wanderer, to life with Him, safe with Him as His treasured possession. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.